live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, lay a block by Shagwa. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwa. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Here's the 1-0. Lifted right field, shallow, giving chase towards the line as Ordunio sliding in foul territory makes the catch! What a catch from Ordunio. Throws to the bag at second. It's a double play. You can rock. Chalk it up. Now 64 of the last 70 go to the Kansas Jayhawks in the Dillon Sunflower Showdown. Right wing, right corner. Three ball. Bang. Adonis Arms. Lighten it up here at the USA. Quarter. Maywin pump fake. He'll shoot a three at the buzzer. Got it. And that's how this game ends with the Nicole Maywin triple. Final score tonight in Lubbock. Texas Tech 66, Oklahoma 42. All right, it's a long night in West Texas. Back home today. Toby and TJ with you. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. It's Extreme Outdoors right now. Extreme Outdoor Equipment has two locations to serve their customers. I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, just two miles south of the Riverwind Casino, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle, exit 108, just five minutes south of Will Rogers World Airport. Sleet has arrived in central Oklahoma, freezing rain. Tulsa, it's headed your way soon. The entire state of Oklahoma about to be covered in a winter storm, if they're not already. So uh, we got virtual. Uh, I got virtual learning going on out here today, TJ. What's Norman doing today? Uh, virtual learning in Norman as well. Yeah, we got, we're, yeah. we're learning virtually today. We're, we're, but TJ's not nothing virtual here. My man got up, uh, got his $80,000 pickup truck out of the garage, and drove to the station today so he could work for you. A, I must have a truck I didn't know about. <laughs> he backed his way out of the circle drive. And he is working for you in person today. Nothing virtual about him. Uh, okay. Uh, by the way, uh, last night. So after the game. So here's how it usually works, Teach. Here's a little, uh, as my uh, my man Chris Plank would say, here's a little inside baseball for you. TJ, I'm going to break down the fourth wall now, okay? <laughs> he loves breaking down that fourth wall. Yeah, the fourth wall. After a game... They feed the team and the traveling party. Uh, sometimes it's just Chick-fil-A or pizza or whatever. You know, you just kind of go grab it. Sometimes, and more so this year, we got a new dietitian. They will take orders, like send you a menu a couple of days before the trip. 
and say, what do you want post-game off this menu? And you order it. And then afterwards, they've got everybody's in the back. You just they got, you know, in bags with labels on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Porter Moser's. Here's Jordan Goldwire's. Here's Kevin Henry's. You know, they're all kind of. So as you're leaving the arena, we, we sign off the post-game. We box all our stuff up. We head to the bus. And as we head to the bus, there's a table there with everybody's post-game meals on it. Because you haven't eaten since three, and the players have exerted a tremendous amount of energy. We haven't, but I'm just fat and hungry, okay? So I go by the table. Somebody hands me my bag. I keep walking. It's a little hard to eat on the bus, but that's usually where you eat. You're, like, crammed together. Everybody's got their box. They eat on the bus, or they save it to get on the plane. Either way, it's not an ideal situation. It's a little cramped, but it's free food, so what are you going to do? So I get on the bus last night after the game. OU's been, uh, you know, knocked upside the head pretty good. And I start to eat my, and you'll be proud of me, TJ, grilled chicken salad that I ordered. Thank you. Thank you. Very responsible of you. Pause for applause. (laughs) Very proud. What were your options? What did you go with uh, over that? What could you have had? That's a good question. Remind me to come back to finish this story. I really am making an effort. I can't tell you I'm being tremendously successful. But I'm walking, you know, I've got the 500-mile quest, and I'm trying to eat better. So when this menu gets sent out on, you know, two days before the game, and you've got the choice of a burger or wings or whatever, it's like it's usually like a Chili's-esque menu where there's different, you know, you could get chicken strips, you could get a wide variety of things. Okay. I've been trying to pick salads because... Wow. Quit laughing out there, everyone. I can hear you laughing through the radio. No one is laughing at you right now. There's a lot of proud people right now. I'm trying to eat salads after the game because a lot of times it's late. And in general, I need to eat healthier. Especially that late at night. So last night it's 9 o'clock, 9.30, whatever. The problem is, two days before the game, that's an easy choice to make, okay? As soon as the game's over and I get hungry and I'm thinking about my meal, I'm like, Dad, gum it, I, I got, got a salad. <laughs> and I'm looking around and everybody else on the bus has pizzas and burgers <laughs> and everything. Kevin Henry's I'm like, like uh, got a yeah. uh, uh, burger and knife. I got a yeah. salad my salad here so anyway i i got my bag with my salad in it and i looked down and on the box is the name is your name okay uh porter kevin jordan whatever mine says tory t-o-r-y <laughs> it's an epidemic this year <laughs> i really think this is part of us going to the sec that everybody got together and said, let's just spell Toby's name wrong everywhere he goes this year. That and let's pack and arenas and uh, chant SEC at, at OU. Yeah. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. Let's, uh, uh, Tony and Lawrence. To- I was Tony, Tory I last get, but Tory? Okay. That's just one letter away from Toby. It's just an <laughs> R instead of a B. <laughs> so I was Tory last night. Kevin said, take a picture, take a picture. I took a picture of it. Um, anyway, so oh, fast forward beautiful. back. Was the rest? That was the rest of my story, I guess. Tory, I was Tory last night. All right, our promises after the game. 
Porter Moser came out for the post-game interview. OU got crushed, 66-42. Um, he wears his emotions on his sleeve, and he sat down, and uh, you could tell he wasn't happy, obviously, but he was honest. And uh, I want to play for you now his post-game interview last night. Here's Porter Moser last night after a 66-42 defeat. Coach, uh, rough one tonight. What are your thoughts? That it was a rough one. Um, you know, I thought the first half we did some things. We didn't play great, but we did some things. We were in striking distance. Um, you know, we uh, we did some things we wanted defensively. We did some things we wanted offensively. Um, and we talked about it at halftime, and we just completely got away from the second half. Uh, came out and uh, had three or four soft turnovers, and we couldn't get stops. Our defense away from the bench in the second half. Um, you know, we had to play really well. We had, we had to play really well to beat them in here, and we didn't. Um, and that's, that's you know, our, our second half, uh, we, it was kind of, it's been a, a script for us in terms of if things don't go our way, everyone kind of takes it on themselves and starts doing things they're not capable of doing. One guy started, you know, just doing things they're not capable of. And um, so we, we've, we've get, it was a rough one. We got to put it behind us. And um, we, in the bottom line is, Toby, we, we had to play really well in here to win tonight. Yeah. And uh, we didn't play well enough. Do you feel like they changed anything defensively from no. the first time you saw them? No, they were just really physical. They were aware of Mo. Of, of course, everyone is. But, um, you know, you, you, you've you got to be able to make some plays against uh, Texas Tech. You've got to be strong with the ball. We weren't strong with the ball. We, I mean, look at the turnovers. We had so many turnovers. Like, even the first play of the second half, mm-hmm. we got up, and they just ate they ate one of our guys up down there. Just ate him. I mean, you've got to be strong with the ball. And... Um, so uh, they they did what they do what they do. They switch. They're physical. They rotate. Um, they were, um, you know, I thought we had some. Actually, we had some good looks in the first half. You know, I I, I, I was pleased with, um, and we didn't get it down. And we were down what seven at half, um, and we did a lot of things we wanted to do. And in the second half, we didn't do really much anything with the game plan at, at all. You know, even just the, indicative of the first play of the first half. Every catch that Bryson Williams and O'Banner got in the first half was five or six feet off the block. We pushed him out. We put first, They come down. We have a turnover. We come down. He caught the ball with both feet in the paint. And we were trapping him and stunting on him. And we're yelling on our bench when their defense is in front of us. We go down there and we just looked at him, go one-on-one with Tanner, and then he took Tanner. So just we got to stick with it. We got to stick with it. We you know and um, stay with it. It's part of the the learning curve. But uh, you need some leadership down this you know especially in the second half yeah. to stay with it. To stay with it. We 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 got through the first half and did some things we wanted to. We were in striking distance and um, struggled. Obviously uh, is not the word in the second half. Psychologically, this one could be tough. How do you? How do you get them to shake it off and go beat Oklahoma State on Saturday? Oh, man, if you're a player, I, I just told them. I said, we got we had to play really well to win tonight, and we didn't. We didn't. So um, you, tomorrow's our required day off, but we got, we got Bedlam Saturday. If I have to motivate for this game, for these guys, after losing down there, then we got even a bigger issue. So we're going to come at it and get absolutely get after it and practice Thursday and Friday. Um, and uh, so the, the bottom line is, whether you lose by this much or thing, you got to put in the bank and you got to move forward. We got we got some games. We got a game against Oklahoma State. Uh, they looked really good last night against Baylor. And uh, but you know, how do we do it? Man, these guys get to play a, a, a rivalry game Saturday at home. Thank you, Coach. Right. Appreciate it. He's the guy, right, TJ? Despite what they're in right now, he's the guy. Yes, in my opinion, yes. You know, I don't hold a lot of this season against him. In fact, I 
credit him for the guys he was able to get in here and what they have been able to accomplish this season, even though here in the last 13 games it has not gone the direction that they would have wanted it to go. Um, I love the way he approaches the game afterwards. Uh, each post game that I've either heard on radio or you've played the next day, whatever, I've loved what he had to say. I loved how he's um, taken accountability and I love his fight. So, in my opinion, yes, he's the guy. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah that last answer, I almost didn't ask him one more question because, well, they lost and they were trying to beat a winter storm. But I'm glad I did because that's one of the best answers he's given all year long, which is how do you get him to shake this off and go beat Oklahoma State? He's like, are you kidding me? You know. You got, they got beat by OSU in Stillwater. If you can't get up to play this game, then we got bigger problems than we think we have. I love that answer. Yes. No, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Being around Porter Moser this year, watching him coach, that guy knows what he's doing. And Oklahoma's got really bright days ahead of them with him as their head coach. Now, is there a chance? That we, I agree with you. He was put in a tough spot this year. With the evacuation from this basketball team, when Lon Kruger retired of talent, he was put in a bad spot. And he's done as good of a job as he can. There was been some bright moments. They're in the middle of a tough skid right now. It looks like they might miss the NCAA tournament. But he's done a he's done as good as he can. It's been a tough spot. Is there any chance that Brent Venables is the guy we agree he's all he is the guy but this year might be a tough year for the exact same reason sure i mean every every first year coach can go through growing pain so yes that can be the answer i mean is it pot i know we're all caught up in the euphoria of the hire and i love it too and and all this kind of stuff that's going on and levy and everything they lost a ton of talent tj to the draft and to the transfer portal, and 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 I think maybe maybe I could be wrong. Maybe we're a little blinded to that right now, and we get mad at other people when they point that out and all kinds of stuff. But is there a chance that the same thing's going to happen? Not that they're going to go six and six, but you know, could they go nine and three or three, ten and two and three losses? And is we're quite here, quite possible. Sure, absolutely, it is here at the end of the year. Going, you know what? In hindsight. Brent was in a tough spot when they hired him. Lincoln took guys with him. He took recruits. He uh, had a very short amount of time. There's no doubt Brent's the guy. Like, there's no doubt Porter's the guy, but the first season could be a little rocky. Is there a chance? The only difference I would say, there is a chance. That three losses isn't crazy to think that that could happen in a first season with a coach. But the, the, the difference for me would be Porter right now is caught up in an elite basketball conference true brent is not in an elite football conference Uh, that's a great point so that would be the difference there for me that's a great point and uh, i would just like it noted it took to the 23rd of this month for tj to make his first great point but it is a great point (laughs) you you. just made tj thank you (laughs) no i'm just kidding um yeah it's a good point i mean you look at their schedule and you say yeah all that makes sense but where are the losses it's hard to find them, you know. The non-con is so soft. Maybe you go to Nebraska and they're just kind of 
you know, they're fired up for you. I, I could, maybe, maybe there's a team in the Big 12 that's better than we think they are, you know, whatever, maybe. But, man, this is a soft schedule this year, so it's hard to find them out there. I don't know. I was just thinking about that on the way home last night is I am 100% convinced Porter Moser's going to win at OU, and I think they're going to do great things. He coaches and works so hard, and he's got a proven system offensively defensively i think he's going to recruit very he already has recruited very well um there's just no like last night final two minutes they're down 30 and he's coaching his rear end off man a lot of most coaches just go sit down on the bench and just Mm -hmm. say let's just get this over with so i got zero doubts they're gonna win but man he was put in a tough spot and so I don't know. It's probably not the same. Yeah, there's never been a point throughout this stretch that I've thought it's Porter or I don't think this is going to work out. That's that's never even crossed my mind. Like, if anything, I've been encouraged by what I see from him on the sideline or how I see him approach things. So, the complete opposite even with the the, uh, downward spiral they've been in. Right, let's hit some of your text messages. And, hey, Teej, what do you say we talk about America's pastime when we come back? Sound good? Baseball, Ray. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. My wife, man. My wife. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Home of the $8.99 listing fee. What's wrong? Uh, nothing if you use Terry and Jackie Saxon. They save you thousands. Apparently, there are some people out there that don't want to save lots of money. I don't know why that would be, but 405-361-3380 or SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Uh, my wife just texted uh, that she's the only one at the gym, the only one at the entire YMCA. I said, get home! Oh, she just Come refuses on, to miss a workout. Oh, my gosh. Don't those people just drive you crazy? You're trying to eat salads on a bus. She won't stay away from the gym in an ice storm. Hey, Katie, quit being selfish, okay? (laughs) All you're worried about is yourself right now, making yourself look better. I appreciate it because I get to walk alongside that. But then. That. What kind of disrespect is that? Like, do soft me. Nah, I'd look out the window and be like, no, I'm eating, the wise I'm eating Pop-Tarts. Well, she said, you know the she says she's the only one there, and uh, she's scared they're going to close before she can get her workout yeah. done. <laughs> I guarantee you there was a phone call this morning, probably right around the time she walked in. It's like, should we open today? You know what? I don't think we should open. Oh, crap. Somebody just oh, walked great. in the door. The officer just All walked right. in the door. We're not going to run the officer off. We better stay o- open and long enough for her to get her rowing in, whatever she does. <laughs> no. She's a beast. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see here. I Has lo- she ever thought about becoming a justice of the peace? I don't know. I've never asked her that. Well, Oklahoma doesn't have one, so we would have to move. Yeah, you have to go to another state. Yeah. I don't know. No, we've never had that discussion. Uh, great talk radio. Tolls, toes and nails. Love it. I love a good petty and a hot rock calf massage. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Have an outstanding day. Jeremy from Harlington. Thank you, Jeremy. Did y'all just spend a whole segment on pedicures? 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, coming up next segment, a whole segment on waxing. So what? what yeah. Like, listen, there, there. I know there's some new people to the show in the last year or whatever with 94.7. We've spent 18 years on uh, Toe Talk. I'm amazed at how consistently amazed you are at what we talk about in the morning. This is the show. All right. This is the show. This is the show. What are you going to talk about? Nothing. That's the show. It's basically it's what we Seinfeld. do every day. Yes. Every day. We are the Seinfeld of sports radio. You, you, If you listen to us from 6 to 9 a.m., the whole three hours, pick out any day of the week, listen to all three hours, at 9.05, you will turn to yourself and go, what did they just talk about for the last three hours? Nothing. The answer is nothing. Every day. That's the show. Once in a while, we'll mix in a coach interview. I'll say something stupid. Uh, but mostly, it's just nothing. For 18 years, they let us stay on the air. It's amazing. Yeah, we just spent a whole segment on pedicures. <laughs> really, like a whole hour. I mean, it was way more than a segment. We've been talking about TJ's not wanting to take his shoes off for a while now. <laughs> it's been so. about a week now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one says uh, KTOE Morning Foot Talk. <laughs> KTO Radio. Uh, it's negative four at my house right now in Colorado. Woo! That's about what the wind chills are here. So it's it's let not me too see what my, Let me see what my feels like temperature is. Hang on a second. I got this app thing that tells me the feels like. Here we go. It says uh, it's eleven degrees. Feels like five. Five, TJ. I don't like that at all. Uh, B.A. Boomer says, new segment, Toe Time with Toby. Mm -hmm. First episode, how will big toes affect boxing out in the lane? Boxing out in uh, the lane. Yeah, I mean, what? A, what? A, he, we got on the plane last night, and he was like, man, it feels like we were in Lubbock for four days, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like we just got here yesterday. And I said, no, it feels like we got here yesterday. The problem is, when I was going to bed last night, you were just getting started. You went and played a whole basketball game. God knows what you did afterwards. You probably didn't get into bed till 2 in the morning. It was a long trip to Lubbock for you. <laughs> Injured toes, pedicures, uh, he massaging did a lot. chairs. Yeah. He did. He, he rolled into town and did a lot, man. Uh, I just, uh, just you know, took a nap, went to bed early, called a basketball game, and came home. It was just a normal visit for me. You were answering Ain't a lot salad. of questions and a lot of calls on certain things. So, yeah. Has uh, have by we the way, have uh, you and I? Can you yet? and I talk about that yet? Yeah. No, I don't think we can. No, I don't. Has it not been put out yet? Not that I've seen. No. I would say be on alert for an announcement about this weekend's baseball games uh, coming soon. Let's see here. Good Somebody out there listening, let me know if I can say anything about that or not. Okay, okay. Uh, good morning from Minneapolis. Is Kevin Henry as particular about the lotion used on his feet as he is with his hands? Stay safe in the 405, the 918, and the 580. Great question. Great question. I didn't think about that. Does he bring his own lotion with him to the pedicure? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Maybe he gives them a bottle of lotion got so a, that every time he comes. He's got a bottle he can... stashed under the cabinet of every road trip. Maybe. <laughs> they see Kevin coming. <laughs> lotion guy's here for his pedicure. He's got his name on the bottle. Hey, did you get the picture I sent you, by the way? Um, 
Let me see here. It's a, it's my it's my salad box with Tori. Oh, there on it is, Tori <laughs> grilled chicken salad <laughs> with yeah. thousand, with, what, with thousand, thousand Island. island. Come on, that's the, you went sort of healthy and then dipped into the Thousand Island, which I don't. I think Thousand, thousand island, island is the second healthiest. I, that's what I was about to have. say. Now, and I, well, as I was as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, wait a minute, that's he's he's corrected me on this mm-hmm. before. So yeah. balsamic vinaigrette first, Thousand Island second. There you go. But they um, didn't have Thousand Island. There was ranch in there, so you know. That's not good for you at all. This offseason is crucial uh, for OU basketball. Does the lack of fan basketball fan support finally catch up to OU? I remember when Lon was in a tough spot for his first year. I don't think Kobe wants to get into the. I just don't. Thing. Let's. We've yeah. had enough of yeah. that. We've yeah. had enough of that. I. You know. I. I it is. I, it's crucial. Yeah. Of course, it's crucial. They're all crucial. Uh, he's got a nice signing class coming in. As of right now. He's losing three, and he signed three. So, but you would anticipate that if it's uh, if it's normal, there will be a transfer portal guy here or there, or one of these super seniors will decide they don't want another year. Some, something will happen where you'll have space to bring in a guy or two or three in the transfer portal, and those are going to be big. That's going to always be big now in college basketball, in every sport. The transfer portal, but in basketball, your rosters are so small that one or two guys, the right pickups, can completely change a team from one year to the next. So recruiting high school talent, developing them, holding on to them, which is harder than ever, building them through your system, vitally important. But you're going to have to also score in the portal. So we'll, I think he's got a really nice class coming in. I love the uh, Dirk Nowitzki 2.0. Well, I can't remember his name. It's coming in from Germany. I love that kid a lot. Schroeder. But he's going to have last name Schroeder. Schroeder yeah. yeah, Benny Schroeder. Is that it? I think so. But they're going to they're going to have to hit some transfer portal too. But yeah, it's a it's a vital offseason. Sure. Uh, let's see here. This old man, this forty year old man, loves pedicures. Um, he was wanting to know how frustrated you were with the crowd last night and what you experienced. I wasn't frustrated at all. I, th- I, I, uh, it was a, a shellacking. That, that's, um, I'm not happy to lose in somebody else's house. I'm not happy to ever lose anywhere. But I do love a great environment. Like, I love going to Fog Allen Fieldhouse and experiencing the passion of the fans, I love going to Hilton Coliseum and experiencing the passion of the fans. That's it's a great, it's great to see college sports that embraced. They are, they're camping out. They're they, they probably had fifty signs, homemade signs in the student section last night of, you know, different derogatory things about Oklahoma on them and stuff. Uh, they're all swaying. They've got the chance. I think that's great, man. I'd love to go to Cameron Indoor and see what that's all about someday. So, I the SEC chance we expected that, and that's going to happen forever. Even when we go to the SEC, TJ, it happened when they lost to Auburn. SEC, SEC. I mean, that's just going to be a part of life for a while. So that's not a big deal. And going to Lubbock is actually kind of fun. You just got to know what you're getting into when you go out there. You, you just got to not be offended. But the fact that they're so passionate and into it, I think it's great. All right, we'll take a break. Back up to this.
The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Quick pick. Back in safely. And they're going to break for the plate. Tanner Treadaway steals home. you got to be kidding me. Tanner Treadaway steals home on the pickoff to first base. How do you like that? TJ, uh, 11 stolen bases yesterday. Uh, say that again? Oh, you base. 11. <laughs> With a steal of home? 11 stolen bases yesterday for OU baseball. One off. I can't believe there's been a game in OU history where they stole more than that, but there was. In 19... Let me find the stat here. Uh, 34? No, 37. 1937, they stole 12 in a game against East Central. 1937. 11 yesterday against Wichita State. You know, I mean, I'm not... Wichita State's not going to the College World Series this year, but still, they're, they're a respectable program. Right. 11 stolen bases. I would have, you know, if you would have uh, come on Monday and said, hey, how about that, 11 stolen bases in the series over the weekend against Northwestern State, I would have said, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Boy, that they were just, I love it, man. This aggressive approach on the base path that we've seen early on through four games, just run and run and run and run and putting pressure on teams. Uh, I like it. I don't know if, what, Reggie Willits has anything to do with it. I'm assuming he does, that he came in and told sure. Skip, hey, this is what we're he causing... did with the Yankees. Yeah, like he's going to come in and he's like, we're causing chaos, we're causing uh, disruption, and they're doing it, man. But yesterday with the, the defensive plays they made, the sliding into the wall catches, doubling dudes up, um, the hitting's coming around. It, early on, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. 17 stolen bases. Mm-hmm. They've been caught stealing once and that was a pickoff that was uh i think it was game the one. game i called where no. all right and you know what it was it was one of them down in arlington i can't remember which one but somebody took off for second and the uh pitcher threw to first and they yeah, picked them off yeah that's it that's the only caught stealing they're 17 for 18 Tanner Treadaway got on yesterday, stole second, stole third, stole home. Did they have 17 uh, stolen bases all last year? Or have they already surpassed that? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of a joke. But but probably not a lot more than that. <laughs> it's not many more than that. I think I they had 40-some, if I remember correctly, last year. No, I love it, man. It's it's fun. They They wanted to put pressure... On you know, when they got on the bases, they wanted to be aggressive and put pressure, and they only had one stolen base in the first two games combined. Remember, it was the very first inning of the very first game. Blake Robertson stole second, and that's it for the first two games. And uh, and then they got five against Michigan and eleven yesterday in a six to two win over Wichita State. Sooners improved to three and one. Another good win. Uh. Braden Carmichael looked pretty good, I thought. I don't know. Did you go out there or no? No. You know, we talked about it yesterday, and I thought I was. And as soon as we got off the air, I realized that my uh, appointment with the accountant for taxes was yesterday at 4. So just to listen oh. on the radio. Yeah. That must have been fun. 
Uh, it's no, it's just lovely. That's just a lovely day when you get to go do your taxes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What did Braden do? Uh, Carmichael goes five innings, six hits, one run, four strikeouts yesterday. Uh, I tell you, I, I said this before. If they can stay healthy and keep it like this, where he is their midweek starter, that is a really good sign for Oklahoma baseball. He's not a overwhelming dominant pitcher, but he's good enough that he can have nights like he did against Arkansas. And he's going to be better than almost every other midweek starter you're going to face. I mean, for a fourth starter, Braden Carmichael is really good and reliable. You know, he's not going to walk a ton of guys. He's not He's not one of these guys. Like, I'm trying to think in recent years. Last year, for example, Javi Ramos got a few midweek starts where he would not be able to get out of the first because he couldn't throw strikes or... You know, finding a Tuesday guy is a tricky thing in college baseball. Now, uh, hopefully people stay healthy and guys on the weekend pitch well, and who knows if it can stay this way. But if it can, what a tremendous luxury for Oklahoma because you look at some of the midweeks, they got Wichita State three times, Dallas Baptist twice, Oklahoma State once, Oral Roberts a couple of times. Texas Tech, they play them out in Amarillo on a Tuesday night in a non-conference game. They got some tough Tuesday non-conferences. So I got my fingers crossed that they can keep it this way because I really like rolling him out there on a Tuesday. He's not going to win them all, but you feel like he's going to he's gonna be solid and give you a chance every Tuesday, and then one out of every three or four starts, he will be dominant. It's a it's a nice luxury to have, so uh, I hope that's the case. I hope he can stay there, and um, you need to win those games, pick up those games. You talked about that yesterday or you know, the day before, whenever that was you were talking about it, that these midweek games and a series like this weekend are the games you need to take care of and, and yeah. rack up wins. So right. if you can have him there, that, that helps with that. So, yeah, absolutely. The this They need to go 4-0 this week. And uh, on paper, theoretically, yesterday was the toughest one. Now, Northwestern State won two of three opening weekend. They're a scrappy team. It's no layup there. Um, But these lower-tier programs, non-Power 5 programs, you you need to take care of these games because it's it's hard to beat the LSUs and Tennessees and Texas Techs and Texases of the world, Oklahoma States. You're not going to win all those games. So these ones that you're favored in, UTSA coming up next week, New Orleans on down, you've got to take care of those teams. Don't have a lapse in concentration. Only take two out of three and say, ah, that's okay. Those bite you, man. You lose to those teams that have RPIs in the two and three hundreds, and it just is an anchor on your RPI. So... This is a very much the next stretch here. Well, the not next weekend, but this week is very much a TCB week. They got yesterday. Now they got to go beat Northwestern State three times. There's some pressure on these games. I mean that that adds to the entertainment value for me too because you see a Northwestern State or a New Orleans on the schedule and you say, ah, who cares about these games? Well, they're important, man. I mean they. I know it's not as exciting as going to play in LSU and UCLA and Tennessee, which they're going to do next weekend. I'm with you on that. But 
the value is you can't afford to lose them. So there is pressure on them. Yes. And if you – I have not been given the go-ahead yet. I haven't heard back. But, again, be on alert. I think you're going to hear some scheduling news regarding these games this weekend against Northwestern State soon, like today, maybe this morning. And uh, we'll pass that along to you as soon as we can. Kate Horton, couple of hits, couple of RBIs yesterday. Yeah. So that was that was good to see. Tanner Treadway's thought process yesterday may have been: it is cold out here. I want back to the dugout as quick as possible. Yeah. So I'm just going to swipe these three bags, steal home, and, and get back in the dugout. There's out of the a wind. heater in the dugout. <laughs> right. If I steal all these bases, I can get back in front of it. No, good to see Kate Horton. Maybe that'll take a little pressure off of him. I'm sure he was he was feeling it a little bit going O for opening weekend. Um, still not crushing the ball, but the pitching's been good enough so far to, uh, they've won three out of four. Hey, did you see, you know, Arizona just blistered everybody down in Arlington on opening weekend. Yes. They went home. They had their home opener yesterday and they lost to Grand Canyon 19 to three. Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. Why is that familiar for some reason? What just happened well, with Grand it's Canyon a, recently? It's one of the national parks. No, no, uh, no, no. It's spectacular, really. It's got the Colorado River over time has created this beautiful Did they do something canyon. in the uh, basketball tournament last year? Why is Grand Canyon standing out to me? Baby. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I had a dream. Trent May used to coach at Grand Canyon, former teammate of mine at Southern Nazarene. <laughs> uh, Dan Marley coaches at Grand Canyon, I believe. Thunder Dan is their basketball coach, it. or at least well, he that's, was. That's not a good loss. That's definitely – I wouldn't think anyway. Uh, who knows? Uh, all right, break time. 405-329-9000. If you want to hop in, you can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Coming up, Bob Stoops on the rush yesterday. We'll play that for you in the third hour of the show. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Eight ninety nine listing fee. SaxonRealtyGroup.com, 405-361-3380. Ask them about that eight ninety nine listing fee. Special coming up in March. We will tell you about soon with Terry Saxon. Stay tuned for that. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I'm oh, going to man. need to collect some man cards. Oh, uh, the, the 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 pedicure conversation. Thing, yeah. mm-hmm. If you're late to the show, uh, Kevin Henry went and got a pedicure in Lubbock yesterday because his feet were hurting him after his uh, manager's game performance the night before. Common theme, Toby calls basketball games, we lose. Huh. Huh. Wow. That seems like an accusation well, you don't, there. You, like, you don't, like, that you could say, like, maybe if you wanted to tease you about Taylor calling baseball games and somebody else coming in and they win and then you were to come in and they lost, but basketball, it's you. I mean, like, that's not like somebody else is filling in for you during some basketball it has happened. Very like rare in football season, Chad, I guess so. Chad yeah. or Tom Dore, yeah. somebody has called a game here. That's or there, true. I yeah. guess it did happen early yeah. with football. That seemed like an over. accusation that somehow I was contributing to the uh, record of the basketball team. 
Toby Which was contributing to the entertainment value last night. Maybe with his something rants on officials. Maybe something about my aura, you know, just being around me, planes, buses, team rooms, film sessions, things like that. Maybe it brings a team down. Maybe it's intimidating looking over for those collegiate athletes and seeing you and Kevin Henry sitting there and knowing the accolades and the things that you two did in your college playing days. Now that's possible. Yeah. That's possible. That's definitely possible. <laughs> uh, imagine if Porter could find Alondis Williams in the portal. Yeah. Would have been nice if he would have stayed, that's for sure. He's having a great year. Uh, Toby and TJ, I think Porter is going through what Billy Tubbs went through his first two years after he got hired late and the team played hard but just didn't get any of the breaks the first two years. Then he got the players in, and it's history. He wins 333 games at OU. It's Curtis B. Be great. If he has Billy Tubbs' career, that would be unbelievable. I'd love that. We all would. Uh, this texture on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, with OU stealing so many bases yesterday, I thought TJ was coaching at third. <laughs> <laughs> See yeah, there? You yeah, got on to me yeah. all last season, and now yeah. the team you're calling games for is worse than you I have am. inspired. That's you know right. what they did? I, I haven't told you this yet because I didn't want to give you credit for it, but uh, in a recent breakfast, Joe Castiglione told me he was listening to the show and said, man, that TJ guy, we need one of those on our baseball team. And he went and got Reggie Willis. <laughs> Reggie just so, standing over there saying, go, mm-hmm. go, 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 go. <laughs> uh, Grand Canyon, I'm being told, softball played there last year. Maybe that's why it was registering with me. Um, that's probably it. By the uh, way, you can hear the softball podcast on the Sports Talk 1400 spo- uh, podcast every week with uh, Tyler McComas. And Josh Helmer, is that right? Was Josh a part of that? Uh, just Tyler. Mike's been there Tyler a lot. Tyler McComas with the OU Softball Podcast on our podcast page. Is that it? Uh, Hollywood Brown, I'm also being told, went to the College of the Canyons. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So with the canyons in there, yeah. Canyon. Oh, take a break. Top of the hour. Back after this. 